0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Football of the Boys podcast. This is episode 72. And we're uh, more than halfway through fantasy football season. Um, I don't know where time goes, but it's really been flying. So, I'm going to recap uh, week 8. Um, I guess starting with uh, Keith and I. Keith was down Aaron Jones this past week and is going to most likely be missing him in week nine. Latavius Murray was six points, Ron Jones and Dylan both around five points and uh, not much else could really help him out there. Uh, And all my players had pretty much a decent week. One nineteen, uh, proved the four and four. Keith falls the five and three, and uh, things are getting really, really tight. Dean Machine, also known as two time, also known as the Commissioner. He took a L to Jimmy. Jimmy scored one sixty. to Brian's eighty six, and Jimmy's uh, wide receivers are. Pretty good on a weekly basis, except this past week wasn't a tower locket week. However, week nine it will be. Uh, great game from Kelsey and Gaule had a goose. But Dalvin Cook was pretty much the Vikings offense in uh, week eight. And Brian's still hurting that running back. And I guess with the emergence of uh, Zach Moss, Singletary might take the back seat in that job, so Brian's gonna be a little desperate for running back. I feel like eventually, that's what's gonna hurt Brian from really going in, into uh, a deep run in the playoffs is his running back depth. Uh, so Brian falls to five and three. Jimmy six and two with a number one seed as of now. Sean Tower beat Lloyd. Uh no surprise here. Lloyd falls one seven. Sean Tower f- six and two. And uh, this was also no disappointing, too with Deontay Johnson being hurt. Uh seems like every week for some reason he gets he just either he gets hurt in the game and finishes the game, or he gets hurt in the game and then he doesn't finish the game. Uh, I don't know, it's weird. But they didn't need much to beat Lloyd this week. Move on to Sean and Dum Dum. It looked like Sean was going to end up beating Dum Dum this week. However, Sean picked the wrong quarterback to play, and can't blame him for playing Wentz, with how bad Cam looked uh, last week. Wentz only finished with six points. Cam Newton had 17. Obviously, that would make up the difference for Sean to win. Um, what didn't really help was that the Bucs were struggling on Monday Night Football, and they had to throw. And unfortunately for Sean, Dum Dum had Gronk in his lineup. And ultimately, that was the difference in this week's matchup. Sean improved, or Sean was 3-5, and... Five and Dumb-Dumb is 2-6. Hard to believe uh, Sean Azalea only one game better than Dum dumb Moving on. Chris Cox versus Kevin. Chris Cox, like most of this year, has dominated uh, another matchup. There was a big DK Metcalf week, along with Devontae Adams balling out. Uh, three touchdowns. If it, and only 53 yards, but honestly, um, touchdowns are huge. So, and um, one thing I think that um, sucks for, obviously for Kevin, oh, obviously for Kevin. But the Jonathan Taylor ankle injury um, hasn't really hasn't really t- like taken off since the injury to Marlon Mack. But this is luckily for Kevin; he has Hines. But um I was just an interesting to, situation to keep an eye on. Kevin's really battling the injury bug with injuries to Taylor and also to Chris Carson. So Chris Cox six and two, Kevin four and four. And the final matchup of the week, Charlie easily beat the abandoned team, the soulless team. Charlie beat Brandy 134.74 to Brandy's 82.94 with uh, amazing performance from Dontro Hilliard with zero points. Another amazing performance from Christian Kirk with a goose on by. Another amazing performance by Logan Thomas with zero points once again on by. And not that it would have mattered but she takes uh, L this week once again. So Brandon's 3-5, Charlie's 3-5, and five, and s- still uh, pretty tight. For the most part, everyone's in it besides uh, pretty much Lloyd and Dum Dum. So that's, uh, that's how the week eight went. Time to go over waivers. Long list of waivers today. So, Charlie with the injury to uh, Miles Gaskin needs a running back. Paid $25 for Jordan Wilkins, and that was a lot of money. Could have gotten him from a goose or a buck even, but he spent what he had and just trying to make a one final push for the playoffs. Brian spent $20 on Jordan Reed. Sean Cox is at a $13 bid, Charlie with one. Even though uh, with Kittle being out, Jordan Reed is most likely not going to play this week. So Brian will still need a tight end. Uh, good ad by good add by Sean Tyler, $10 bid. Matt Breida with it, you know, like I just said, the injury to Miles Gaskin. Breida should be the starter there. Uh, Dalton Schultz was awarded to Sean, eight-dollar bid. Brian had a zero-dollar bid. Uh, Kevin got Mike Williams, little hurt, little banged up at wide receiver, needs some depth. Jimmy uh, said he actually moved his bid up to eight dollars, which was previously at five, and still lost out on Mike Williams. Uh, Keith had a five hour bid. Tyler and Sean, three. Myself with zero. Dum Dum uh, picked up Kendrick Bourne, who's going to be on IR. So he won't be eligible to play, but he should be able to slide him into his IR spot. And Hakeem Butler, Eagles tight end great, had he only had one target. deuces. Uh, Brian added Curtis Samuel for $3 with two bids. Other bid being Keith for $2. Dum Dum added Cardinals defense. I had a $0 bid. Brian with one. Keith with two. Dum Dum with six. I'm glad. I, I should stop it right here. Actually, um, I'm actually kind of glad to see uh, Dum Dum and some of the other teams that actually. Don't have as many wins, obviously, but still playing, still being active. That's um, much appreciated from all of us in the league. Anyways, moving on. Uh, One-hour bid for Cam Akers. Lloyd is going to start with, with Derek Carr this week. Matchup isn't bad. against Chargers should be a lot of points scored in that game. Sean Tyler and Michael Pittman. Nice depth add. Don't like don't really like uh Phillip Rivers this year. I think he's washed, but who might say? Brian with the Jets defense, Wayne Gallman for myself, zero dollar bid, Sammy Watkins, our uh wide receiver death ad. Sean Tyler had the zero dollar bid. Finally got Austin Hooper back for like the hundredth time this year. Great to have him back. And Darnell Mooney, I added for zero dollars. That is the waiver wire. So, uh, I guess I should get into the trade that Jimmy and I made. It was an interesting one for sure because earlier, uh, I guess I technically agreed to a trade via uh, text message. However, for me, it's it's only uh, official until it's official. So I had um, a little worried about... So I guess instead of just getting into it, the original trade was Justin Jackson and Eckler for Zeke. And then later on, it turned into um, Zeke, Justin Jackson, Wayne Gallman, and $4 hours Fab for Zeke. And Damien Harris, which I really liked that one. And then uh, it eventually turned into obviously Lev Bell, Zeke, Four Hours Fab from Gallman, Eckler, and Justin Jackson. It seemed like Jimmy was really hesitant on giving up Harris because he's the starter, obviously, even though it's in a bad offense. But was also a little, little reluctant to give up Bell because of the upside if C-E-H, were to get hurt. Um, and I was trying to find... The reason that I feel like I haven't traded Eckler or Justin Jackson because I was, it was hard to find any updates on the Eckler situation. So I was doing research, couldn't find anything, and then finally I found something that said, you know, it would be on... Uh, he's going to be back later rather than sooner. And then, funny thing was, is uh, I actually popped up YouTube after uh, we were we were playing some Call of Duty. Popped up YouTube and said, "How?" Or some doctor, fancy doctor, was like, "Just get an update on Eckler," and said that he'll most likely be back in week twelve, and depending on where his Statuses and where his um, his hamstring is, they could just eventually just shut him down for the rest of the year and go into twenty twenty one with a healthy Austin Eckler, which would be obviously uh, great for me because I would have ended up losing him anyway. Or he'll play in week twelve and Eckler will be back. But I think what I also came. Their realization was that uh, Jimmy could really afford to stash Eckler with the hopes of him at this point. Obviously, things can change, however. But Jimmy the number one seed. He can get a buy, even if he's the two seed, he gets a buy. It's another week for Eckler to possibly uh, come back. And then for me, if Eckler came back, Week 12, week 13, I get in the playoffs maybe. And um, um, it's just, you know, maybe I start him, maybe I don't, and then I lose, and then it's like, oh, I could have got something for him and that could have helped me now rather than, oh, it's week 14 and I don't have him and um, I lose because of some possible matchups that I was – Hoping Eckler would have been back for, uh, so I don't know. It's interesting, to see how it plays out. But it sounds like Eckler might not be back at all, or if he is back, I mean, if whether they two and five now. No, that's what's worse than that, I guess. Or no, let me see, Chargers. Charters are yeah, so they are two and five because they had to buy. I mean, I I know they just paid them before the season started, so obviously they invested money into them. So I can't imagine they're just gonna throw them out there for meaningless games, especially when Justin Jackson has been performing pretty decently, and just I think they might be just better off just holding them out for next year. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, that's all I pretty much have for you guys this week. Trade deadline is next week. Sounds like it actually, um, ends on the last day of waivers, which I guess would be Saturday. If I'm wrong, please correct me because that's the way I understood it, but I'm not saying I'm right by any means, that's for sure. So just keep in mind that trade deadline's approaching rather quickly. Let's go into the FanDuel segment of the show. Let's try and find some Diamond in the Rough Bets. I did see one earlier that I liked. Hmm. Odds probably changed. Um. Well, Saints and Bucks spread was three and a half. Now it's four and a half. Um. The Cardinals giving three and a half is interesting. The home game in Arizona. Cardinals coming off a bye. I like that one. That's minus one fourteen. Uh, Chargers and Raiders are, are a pick 'em for the money lines. It was a zero dollar or not zero dollar zero points for the spread. Now it's plus one and a half or minus one and a half. I like the Chargers' money line. I also like the Bills' money line, too. Seattle's coming on the road. West Coast to East Coast. 1 o'clock game. Plus 138. I'll take that bet. Um, Panthers are getting 10 and a half. yeah i don't really see much else i know the packers money line was three and a half on monday or tuesday now it's up to seven so i'd probably stay away from that um not great matchups this week i guess so all right guys i guess uh that concludes this episode um Luck to everyone in week nine. Uh, getting really tight. Jimmy six and two, Chris Cox six and two, Sean Tyler six and two. Keith is now five and three with along with Brian. It's playoffs end of the day. I would be locked in at six seed. Kevin's at seven, Charlie at eight, Sean at nine, Brandy Dum Dum, and Lloyd at the bottom of the the league, so um, yeah, I guess that's it, good luck everyone and uh, hopefully games don't get rescheduled, or sounds like uh, the starting night game would probably be better off if, if it did get rescheduled but, uh, yep, yeah. until next episode talk to you guys later, deuces